This one's going to be a funny little hot take. A few things we've been looking at and talking about. I recommend you uh, you have an open mind. And, and I'll give you a little hot take. Uh, most Buddhists, arguably, are actually conservative. Uh, and I'll give you a couple of examples. So I'm watching um, a gentleman named Thomas Sowell. He's, I think, well-spoken when he talks about these different issues. So they were just talking about how uh, banks... Uh, turned down uh, people of color more. And he said, well, if you look at, uh, if you look at uh, credit scores, um, banks turn down white people far more often and, and approve Asians even more so. So arguably you could sue the bank for being uh, prejudiced towards uh, white people. I mean, we actually see this in our schools, and there are lawsuits saying that the schools are giving preferential treatment to uh, Asian, people of de- Asian descent. Now, here we go again, looking at single metrics. Why are they giving preferential treatment to people of Asian descent in schools? Because they're selecting highest marks. Now, hey, choosing a single metric is going to get you into trouble, as we can see with all sorts of other things. So they're choosing... Highest marks, and what do they get? Well, I mean, I don't know if it's a cultural thing or what. It's it's not a race thing. By and large, the Asians just work harder at school. It's just called metrics. So, of course, by and large, they get higher marks. So are we going to concentrate on their higher marks or their race? Well, the schools concentrate on their higher marks. And... As a result, if they concentrate on strictly higher marks, pretty soon it's going to be 70, 80 percent Asian. So they're going to lose their multiculturalism and really lose the whole. But what do you do? Do you step back and, well, what you do is you stop looking at a single metric, right? Because that's exactly why I recommend you look at some of these sort of metrics. So first, letting in the highest mark, of course, uh, if a particular culture uh, values education far more than another culture, uh, by and large, their marks are going to be higher. If a culture uh, parents their children far more actively than other cultures, by and large, the marks are going to be higher. If you look at single metrics, letting in um, the marks, highest marks, then by and large, if one culture works harder on education, then you're going to have more of those represented in the school. So this becomes a difficult question. So the example I give is uh, gender pay gap. So we're watching a, a debate from a different, couple different perspectives. And I don't know if it was specifically the UK, but they mentioned a 9% pay gap. And I was shocked by that, right? Because if you look at it, I mean, uh, how many women... Uh, take time off for children alone, for for childbirth. That's going to bring down the gender pay gap. Um, And then if you get into, I mean, I've worked in a couple of different industries and women are different. This is, we've talked about this. We need to talk about gender differences. And I'm not talking about crazy gender differences. I'm talking about it starts with uh, more risky jobs, right? By and large, you'll see women are much uh, less willing to risk their safety uh, for pay 
Then there's the mention about overtime. One example is doctors. They look at younger doctors. Uh, the male doctors work on average 500 hours more. Now, this is a metric I didn't realize could be proved. I always assumed that was because how many times have you seen a man willing to work his butt off strictly for the kudos, strictly for the, oh, good job, he's a hard worker. You don't see that as often in, uh, in other genders. Um, so for me, that was a little surprise. And I'll give you another example is what we've talked about is McNamara uh, was, is still lauded as a great data wizard. But if you look back, yeah, he used data uh, to discover some things. But once again, he looked at the wrong metric or he became fixated on one metric or both, uh, as exampled by his kill ratio fixation in Vietnam. Um, I don't think I uploaded that podcast, but long story short, if you're looking at uh, data to try to change defense policy for the first time in history, you're not going to fixate on something um, as arbitrary as kill ratio, right? Uh, of course, the kill ratio is going to be higher. You're going in there with billions of dollars of equipment and you're fighting farmers. Secondly, if the only metric of success is kill ratio, is it hard to realize that the commanders are likely to fudge? If not, yeah, those numbers uh, quickly become irrelevant, right? Same as when you look at one metric in isolation, right? If you look at almost anything in this day and age in isolation. So just thought I'd share that, metrics. Yeah, yeah, you know me. I get uh, carried away. So my point was uh, we need to change our culture, your culture, their culture. Well, not their culture. My point was <coughs> when I was talking about the kids going to school, the failure is not that, say, for example, one group get better marks than another group. The failure is one group doesn't get better marks, right? So really the solution which we really need to understand is we just need to value education more. We need to understand and value differences more uh, because it is, I personally think, in those little differences where we see the value. But uh, yeah, I forgot to mention that was my point. Um, specifically uh, about these differences, right? We need to value them, understand them, uh, but not see what is an advantage to some as a failing of others. But in this case, I think it is, right? When it comes to uh, valuing education, uh, like I was saying to my wife, we could have our children spend a little less time on video games, right? We can... Make them understand that for the couple few years that they're going to spend as, as young adults and children, in comparison to the 40, 50, 60, 70, 80 additional years on this earth that they're going to have, as the Dalai Lama says, we need to teach them mental hygiene, emotional hygiene, right? We need to think and feel and be and understand um, and that's where this comes in. We need to teach our kids how to learn and, and think. And if we have adults crafting policy around some of these ridiculous beliefs, as I said, 
just because some of the highest marks tend to uh, represent a particular culture, that's, that's not something we need to change about them. That's something we need to change about us. That means we're not trying hard enough on Marx, right? Or there was even uh, an earlier example that um, IQ tests were biased and certain cultures got lower marks just because of the, um, the you know, the, the, the content of the test. I mean, think, think of uh, not all archetypes are universal, so you know, not everyone gets certain ideas. So I go back to that uh, expression that I heard from a quantum physicist talking about understanding these uh, unknowables or at least questions we still have when it comes to physics. He says we're likely operating on a failed assumption. So I would say in the same position, right? If we look at a problem and all we do is look at one aspect of it, we become so... We get such tunnel vision, we don't even see, right? As I said, when it comes to to the gender pay gap, that's not a negative thing. If we get it to 9%, think about it. Is is it at all possible that one in in 20 women decide to raise a family and not work? One in 20, right? You know, that's one twentieth. That's 5% right there. 5% of an income difference immediately. So that's only 4% now. And like I said, when there's numbers already that we see that, I mean, is it, is it the failing of men that they work harder? Or is it the failing of women that they value our future generation more than we do? As I said to my wife, by and large, who's going to take time off for the kids at school or their plays? Just plain and simple, more often, right? If one in 10 times, more often, that is your 9% pay gap. In fact, that would be a 15% pay gap if you include the, uh, the young lady who valued having a family. This is not differences. It's, it's actually, uh, I don't know, I wouldn't say differences, just aspects, just different aspects, right? Because the same can be said about some other aspect of our personalities that don't even coincide with gender. As I use the example of Marx, right? Because if you drill down, you can probably prove me wrong on any one of these. But would you be ignoring a dozen other examples of metrics? Again, I just go back to intention. Is your intention at finding a solution or understanding why you have these statistics that give you these differences? Or is your, uh, is your wish to simply point out these supposed problems? I don't know. I just enjoy uh, looking at some of this, but I also don't enjoy how infrequently we see people discussing some of these realities, right? I don't know. But on that, I hoped to clarify it more, but I think I just uh, made it even more confusing. So that's why I made it a bonus episode. Hopefully you just skip over it. Have a fabulous day.